Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and we are so excited to be coming to you today with another fresh new episode here for your Friday morning or whatever time of the day it is when you're listening. Um, with that being said, just want to come up here and say thanks for tuning in and thanks for the support. As always, I never want to overlook that. Uh, it's something that I feel like I've, I've said from the beginning, like as we grow, as we get bigger, um, as we get a little bit more of a following in here and just a, a great community surrounding us, like I never want to forget uh, the people that helped us in the beginning. And that's a lot of you out there listening that have been with us since day one. And it's so it means so much to me that we are able to um, come out and put content out and help anybody that we can out there and do a little bit of knowledge that we have that we've learned we're trying to give back to the community now and even people outside of the community, just other business owners. If there's any of those listening in, we thank you for joining. If you sound, if you hear my voice a little raspy this morning, uh, it's because I'm recording this podcast uh, early morning here and I don't I don't normally do podcasts before like 9 o'clock, 9 or 10 o'clock because voice just isn't warmed up yet. I feel like that's a common thing for, for most anybody that's doing audio things. But um, we are getting this done early in the day. we got a busy, busy weekend coming up, just a busy rest of the week uh, coming up here at Growing Green. And it's just a lot of uh, a lot of stuff right now. It's, times are crazy. Uh, I know it's crazy for everybody else out there. I've seen a lot of people going through drought right now. Uh, but there's a lot of people that just have still luscious green grass that's mowing away. So Whatever it is where you are, I hope you're doing well and I hope you're excelling and, and persevering. And even though um, you could say we're in dog days of summer right now, we just put out an episode a couple of days ago, uh, maybe last week I think it was, about uh, how, to, how to thrive and change your mindset and um, just live live what you're doing uh, with a much better mindset and so you don't really get into the dog days of summer, uh, as some people would say. But with all that being said... This is going to be a shorter episode today. I'm not going to keep it very long. Uh, we won't be here too long today. I hope you're okay with that. You probably are because, like I said, solo episodes um, are not always my favorite. I've said that before in the past but because uh, I feel like I just get on here and ramble a lot. I don't know if they bring much value or not, but it's just I really just try to – when we do solo shows, and, and I've started to do a little bit more of them um, like one time a week maybe just because, I don't know, we're in such a time in life where I feel like I want to be open and transparent and – because that's what I relate with. So if you're like me and you're listening to this show right now, you, you want to get something of value and something that you can relate to personally. And that's something that I always want to bring here on the show is a personal relationship and um, something that you can relate to in your everyday business. Whether you are listening in and you have a $2 million company or you're listening in and you have a five thousand dollar company like you do one yard a year or something um i, I want to find something that we can relate to and be on the same level and we try to do that with guest interviews a lot because we try to diversify them we've got some good guests coming up we've had to reschedule some recently just because life happens and things have come up and gotten in the way but we should have some more coming down the pike here pretty soon some high level guests coming on the show 
And I think that you can really, if you're looking to scale your business and things like that, you can learn a lot from what's coming up. But I just want to always keep it uh, keep it level and, and a level playing field and that anybody listening can get something out of it. So with the solo shows like what we're going to do today, they're just topics that I get to thinking about. And, and sometimes they're just random off the cuff. Like, I don't know, they might not bring that much value. But to me, I just I think about it and like, well, if I can sit here and talk for 25 or 30 minutes about something or longer, then somebody out there probably needs to hear it. Because if, if you're – one thing that I've learned is if you're thinking or, or debating on something, you're probably not the only one. There's somebody else out there who has the same thought as you, who's wondering the same thing, going through the same problems, the same struggles in life. So it's important to air that out there and let people know that. And it's just so important to find a community. We had somebody on Instagram share a story the other night of uh, last night actually, and it was talking about um, the. It was talking about it was a thing of real that Gary Vee made. I think it was of uh, talking about building community and relationships versus online versus in person. And he was like, "I don't see a difference because uh, you just build those relationships and those friendships, and you can treat them the same whether they're online or in person." And a lot of you out there listening that I've built a relationship with. You are online. Like, I haven't even met you in person, a lot of you, but I feel like we're pretty close. Like, I mean, some of you I met one time, and I feel like we're really close because that's what we try to do. Like, we just want to come on here and relate and, and build relationships and build the community because that is so important. Like, it's so important that I wish I had those things back when I started. And, and now I want to make sure that I have them as I grow and um, go through problems and things that can come up in my business. I want to make sure I have a strong community around me. Like if you're a person of faith, it's a big it's a big thing. People talk about a lot, always having uh, a mentor or like uh, an accountability partner, things like that. Like somebody that you can go to and confide in when you have problems, you have struggles come up, um, good things and bad things and, and all things alike there. But let's get into what we're talking about today. That's a lot of rambling. Just a little update, where we're at, what the purpose is, all things like that. So, uh, if you want to tie, it's, it's almost like, a, I feel like I feel like some of my, so I'm a pastor's kid, if you didn't know that. My dad's a pastor, full-time pastor, grew up um, in a pastor's home, been to church a lot, been to church many, many hours, like three times a week, and it's Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, that's how I grew up, and so it, it's, I am... I've spent a lot of time in the church. I've heard a lot of pastor's messages, I listen to, to preaching on the mower a lot, um, it's just something I enjoy feeding my brain with. It's something that uh, I need to get a lot better at. I have a lot of room to grow in my Christianity and my faith, but I try to grow every single day when I can. So, uh, yeah, I feel like some of my solo episodes where I was going with that is I feel like some of my solo episodes turn into like a, a sermon with like sermon notes and points and titles and things, but, um, I don't want to get too preachy. I just like having some type of structure and then finding some points and then getting going into it and talking. So what what we're going to talk about today a little bit, if you've made it to this point, seven minutes in, um, I have not had any good hooks or anything so far. So if you're still listening, I really appreciate it. Um, I don't know what the title could be. I think it, I don't know. It, to me, the best title that I could think of is Why to Know Your Why or The Importance of Knowing Your Why. And so if you listen to the show ever before, if you're the first time tuning in, thanks a lot. We have a lot of great guests come on. It's not always me sitting here rambling. Go check some of those 110 episodes out, 115 episodes out that we've had in the past. But the the one thing we ask all of our guests here when we do do guest interviews at the end of the show is, what is your why? What Why are you running your business? Why are you living life the way you live it? Um, just what is your why at the end of the day? Why do you do it? And it's something that I 
I don't know. It made me think if you listen back to Wednesday's episode with the lawn tools with Jordan, I asked this question and he really expounded and really went into some depth on his why. And um, it makes so much sense. And I, and I love when people actually take the question and really consider it and ponder it and don't just throw out some answer. Don't just blurt anything out. Like when they really take it and, and think about it, and, and 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 even if they don't think about it, but they know it because they've already purposed that in their heart, like they know what their why is. Answers are always different in some way, way, shape, or form. Sometimes they're the same answer, like on the surface, but they always have a different meaning deep down. And I love hearing every single answer. So the reason I think that we should talk about this is because there's a, there's a lot of different things that this, a lot of different ways this can affect your business and your life. And we're just going to run through a few of those points. They're not in any certain order today. But it's just things that I was like, man, that, that's actually like, we ask this question a lot. I know what my why is, but why do you need to know your why? Why do you need to know your purpose? And so if you're going through, you're running through your some of the lists here, some of the things that I have written down, is one, one thing is it, you need to have a common purpose and a mission statement for your business. So let's go back to, let's, let's pause real quick, backtrack to Together in the Trades, uh, what, a month ago, two or three weeks ago, and... Jeff Joyner was up there, great speaker, great entertainer, professional speaker, very interactive, uh, great at keeping your attention, just a really, really awesome time uh, at that event and and hearing Jeff speak. Jeff's speech was on a common purpose and and having a common purpose in your life and in your marriage, and that was something that he was, what his question was, was what is every marriage missing? What is 90% of marriages missing? It's a common purpose. And... I think you can take that and implement it into your business as well as your marriage. So you definitely have in your marriage, you need to have a common purpose that you and your wife and your family, uh, why, like, why do you live? Why do you survive? And they have theirs and you should have yours. You should have a mission statement, a family purpose, common purpose, whatever phrase you want to put on it, um, for your family, but in your business. So why do you know your why? By knowing your why you can come up with that common purpose or your mission statement, whatever you want to call it. And it really play, goes hand in hand there because should you have a mission statement and a common purpose? Absolutely. That's something that I think you should have from the beginning. Most churches have mission statements. Most nonprofit organizations have mission statements. A lot of bigger companies have mission statements. Most, most every successful company I know has some sort of mission statement or a common purpose. And it's something that your employees can follow and go by. And, and that's what Jeff was saying was if you want to take it from like – family to employee's perspective he said this is what my my and my wife's common perspective is a common purpose is uh, for our family and until our kids are 18 and out of the house this is what their common purpose is so it's like if this is my family my mission statement or common purpose for the business this is my why then that's what my employees why and common purpose is going to be while they're working for me you hire them with that mentality you don't think chick-fil-a has a common purpose and a, and a mission statement now, honestly, I don't know what it is. You can probably Google it and find it. But you don't think they go over that with every employee they hire? You walk in there and every person is smiling. We had Chick-fil-A yesterday. Like the it, Chick-fil-A is just one of those Chick-fil-A is one of those things that it blows my mind. It blows my mind how successful they are. It blows my mind how they get the employees they have. But it's just all about the environment they create. It's all about the people they hire all the way from the very top. I have multiple friends who run Chick-fil-A's and uh, when I say run, they're not operators, but they're GMs of stores. And they do an amazing job. They're great people outside of there. Those are the kind of people that Chick-fil-A looks to hire. And 
it feeds all the way down into the lower level employees. But we went in there yesterday, and somebody it was something as simple as we were walking out with our drinks, and they were doing their iPads outside in the drive-through, and one of the one of the girls working was walking past the door to go get another car, and she just opened the door for us as we walked out. And it was one of those things like it was the employee that I would never have expected to do it. I was like, I would have never crossed my mind for this girl to open the door for us, for me and Savannah to walk out. Like, they never in a million years would I have thought that. And she opened it and, and held it for us as we walked out. And I was like, like my jaw dropped to the floor. Like, I was like, thank you so much because it just touched me. I don't know what it was. It was weird. But you don't think their their mission statement and their common purpose is feeds down into, into their employees? It does right there in that exact same instance. When they come and come to your table and ask you if you want a refill or you want any more Chick-fil-A sauce or whatever, you want another napkin. Like, now, yeah, is there is every employee like that? No, there are always a few bad apples. But for the most part, when you walk in there, you're going to get a great dining experience with great food, great service, pretty decent prices, and everything in between. So their common purpose alone right there, multi-million dollar company, Maybe billion by now. I don't know. Um, probably, probably millions. But um, they, their mission purpose is mission statement. I keep getting those two mixed up. Their mission statement is vital. It's crucial. So some some high level person in their company sat down in the very beginning, and it might have been True Kathy. Cat, True Kathy might have been the one that came up with it, the founder of Chick Fil A, and they might have stuck with it ever since then. Now I'm sure they might have tweaked it over the years, changed it up. Uh, I don't know what they've done with it. But it's obviously been effective, and it's gone down the line to their employees. So the thing with that is if you don't have that common, pur- that common purpose, that mission statement when you in the beginning, so what do we say here at the beginning of the show? We want, to, we want to relate to everybody on every level that's listening to the show here. If you don't start it when you're in my place at $150,000, $200,000 in revenue with one or two guys or yourself and one guy, if you don't start it now, if you don't start it at, at thirty thousand dollars in revenue, then how are you going to be able to implement that when you do have one guy, or three guys, or ten guys, and an office girl, or whoever it may be? It doesn't matter the gender. I'm just saying, if you have office staff, employees, crew leaders, foremen, you're not going to be able to to enable those people the right way, the correct way, and get them on pace with the company's vision. Until you relay that information to them, and it's that simple. Like it's it's not something that's complex. It's what we say when we ask that question: "What is your why?" It, it's a simple question. It can be complex, but it's pretty simple. And I feel like it's so important that you should do that. And and I know I'm I'm being kind of tough and harsh, and I don't know. I also sound kind of nasally, so it's probably not getting the dramatic effect that I wanted to get. But I'm coming over a little cold here, but. It's just so important to me, and I, and I I know my why. But have I implemented it in my business and and related it to my employees when I hire them every time? No, I haven't, and and that's come back to bite me because I in the employees that I've hired over the years, I know that they didn't truly know what our common purpose was and what what the mission statement for Growing Green Landscapes is. So going into the future, that's going to be something that we talk about in the first interview. This is why we do what we do. When you come to join this team, this is what you sign up for, and this is how you're going to act. Like, this is how we expect you to act and, and to relay this purpose to customers, to people out in the community, whatever it may be. That's what it is. So, it, it also helps you build relationships. 
Like when you have this purpose, you can discuss with other people and you can build community around why you do what you do. You can ask somebody else, why do they do what they do? And it might you might change your common purpose or your mission statement over the years. It might not be something that stays the exact same. And that's something that I, that I know. I, I'm saying you might, but I know you do. Two years ago, I wasn't doing my company, my business for the same reasons I'm doing it now. Like, I wasn't doing a podcast. I was just going out and cutting grass. Like, I was doing it to for Savannah and I to be married and to have a house to live in and to provide and be able to go on vacations and just have a good time. Like, be married, provide for us the way we need to, save for the future. For us, fast forward two years, my landscape company is to obviously pay the bills, to send us on vacation. Uh, but we're, we're doing it like I'm building a future for Jack here. And, and Jack's going to be born in like six weeks now. It's crazy how fast it's coming up. But that's why we do I do it to take care of Savannah and for him. And, and we want to – I've said this before. I want to f- change my family tree when it comes to just finances, uh, mentality, entrepreneurship, things, schooling, things like that. I want to change it up for my kids. I don't want them to be the same way that I was. Now, my parents raised me great. I don't want anybody to think that, or if they're listening for some reason. My parents raised me great. Could not ask for better parents. Uh, but I just want to change it up. I, I want to change the financial status of my family. And, and finances aren't everything. But here's the thing. When you make a lot of money, or you I mean finances are pretty good, you can do a lot more good. Now, does that start when you make money? No. When you make a lot more money, it just shows you whether you were a douche from the beginning or when you're rich. Now, that's kind of harsh. Probably shouldn't have said that. It's probably not politically correct to say on a podcast, but it, it is what it is. Like, if you're a jerk when you're poor, you're going to be a jerk when you're rich. And the problem with that is when you are rich and you are a jerk, no one's going to be around you. Nobody's going to want to be around you. So what does money do for you? Nothing, because you're doing bad things with it. You're not benefiting society. So you're just superficially living for money. But when you have a mentality from the beginning of you want to give back to your community, you want to help foster kids, you want to adopt, you want to help churches, you want to go on mission trips, whatever it is that you want to do to do good with your finances, when you do that from the beginning, then as you make more money and as you grow, that's just going to adapt and grow with you. And when you do make that money, you're going to be able to to help more to those areas. So just what I'm saying is I don't want you to think that I do everything I do for finances and to make more money because that's not it. But when I do make more money and change that family tree and my kids make more money, then we're going to be able to do 10 times more good things. And and it's not that you can't do things when you're poor. Like You can give your time. You can do that. You can, It's all about the, the heart and the mentality behind it all. I'm not saying money is everything. I'm just saying you, you can do a lot. You can give a lot more. You can go a lot more places. You can do a lot more things when you do have some money behind you. Um, so that's all I was saying with that. But um, the podcast, that was that was where I was going next, was the landscape company, that's why we do that. The podcast is for this reason right here. Why, why do I do the podcast? Why do I spend five to six to seven hours a week doing podcasts, uh, recording them, editing them, uploading, everything that's involved there, Ske- finding times to schedule with guests, doing them on vacation. Why, why are we doing this stuff? We're doing it to give back to each and every one of you listening. And if this has helped you in any way, shape, or form, that's all it's about. Like, that's all it's about to me. I don't care what kind of recognition we get. I don't care any of the numbers or anything like that. If there's one guy who's helped change their business or their life, or maybe they've maybe it's helped their faith. When we've talked about faith before, we've done episodes on that. 
if your faith has been helped because of this, then forget everything else. That's what it's all about. So that's my why. My why for the for the podcast is to come on here and to relate with each and every one of you and try to give back a little bit of piece of advice that I've learned over the years. Do I know everything? No. Do I know the majority of things? Absolutely not. I'm just trying to tell you what I've learned and what has helped me over the years and try because like I said earlier in the show, if if I'm thinking it, somebody else out there is thinking it. So that's my wife for the podcast. And uh, I, I have to start relaying that to my employees when I when I hire them uh, so it can help me build better relationships also with other people as well. What is another thing? Another Point number three here for um, why to know your why. A good reason is I think it would allow you to persevere through the tough times and through the tough things in life. Is it tough right now? Last Friday's episode was pretty pretty transparent. I showed you, told you where we're at. Things we're going through in business, it's not easy right now. Like Jack's gonna be born in six weeks. I'm losing my main foreman, who I've we finally got to the point who could go out and operate by themselves. So now I am back in the field every single day. Like, and, and it's not a bad thing. It's not we're not I'm not down dogging uh, Ben or anything. Like y'all have heard me talk about him. He's been great. He's helped us a lot. It's just time for him to move on. He had a good job opportunity to come up. He's taking it. It just sucks the way that the time fell right now. Okay, I'm not not dogging him by any means. I'll talk about him, talk about this to his face because he he knows that we've talked about it. But um, things are tough. Like it, it's not easy. But I know my why. I know my why. When I have to get up at six thirty or seven or uh, or even earlier today to record like this podcast and get this out because I'm about to be I'm about to go in the field and mow from seven a.m. to five or six or seven p.m. tonight. Get up and do the same thing tomorrow. Then why like that? That's not fun. It's not fun. Nobody wants to go out in the 110 degree heat every day with battling rain and everything else. But why do we do it? That's the key question is why do you do it? Because if you don't know your why, then you're just going to get down on yourself and you're like, I just want to go home. You're not going to want to stay out there and persevere. So I remember as I'm out there sweating on the mower or weed eating or climbing a hill or whatever we're doing that day that's very physical, physical labor intensive or mentally challenging. If we have breakdowns or things like that, financial things go wrong. We just had to put $4,000 of breaks on our Isuzu. Like we talked about that on a previous episode. When those things happen, you always have to remember and remind yourself, what is your why? Why do you do this at the end of the day? And so that's something that uh, I think has helped me a lot in in this year because last year was a survival year. We've talked about that by hand. Man, that was a mess. But we did okay. We survived. We grew um, and then this year has been more of like a revision year. We've kind of scaled down uh, our numbers, and we've gotten in tighter routes. We've we've tightened our community. We've grown relationships here. We're starting to to rebuild that route and rebuild new routes that w- that we want to have, and that's a good thing. So it's doing good. Like the company's doing well, and we're making money. But at the end of the day, like it's still tough. So have knowing your why. The, the, the importance of knowing your why is, is so when tough times do come up, you can persevere through them and, and look at yourself and say, why do we do this every day? Well, here we go. This sucks. This stinks. Whatever word you want to say for it, this is not fun. Um, but this is why we do it. We're going to be able to persevere and get through it. Uh, and then the last thing we want to talk about today, I told you this is going to be a shorter episode, is uh, it, I think it could help you in your marketing and the branding of your company. If you know your why and your mission statement, your common purpose, then... It could help you. I feel like you could 
put it on your flyers. You could, especially like in your community. This is something, this is one of the ways that I look at, that I would look at things is, especially when you're in your community, your local community, if you're doing tighter routes, like you're wanting to brand yourself in your community, that's what you want people to know you for. I think about Caleb Allman with uh, Allman Landscape all the time. He talks about branding, branding, branding. Kid Contract Podcast. Go listen to it if you haven't. It's a great, entertaining show. Um, but if you're not branding your company, then people aren't going to know who you are. You should be repping your brand all the time. Uh, when you go out to dinner, wear your wear your company shirt, things like that. Let people see you. When you park, park where their truck is visible, things like that, okay? But I think it can help you because, like, maybe if you do EDDM marketing and you send out 5,000 postcards or whatever, 10,000 or 100,000, however many you do, if you send those out, and you might include a snippet of your common purpose on there. Maybe I have to do the whole thing, but you put a little sentence of there, of that on there. Then, because you want it to be good, you want it to be a, a good hook. You want people to pay attention to it. You want people to like it. You want it to be meaningful, and you want it to be true, true, and like you want it to be truthful. So, but if you put that on there and you're on your card and you send it out to five thousand people in your neighborhood or your community, then I feel like that's going to make them relate to you a little more. Because if you say you're trying to grow your family. You're trying to uh, help the. You're trying to benefit the community and network with people here and grow a business and a brand that the local community can support because you support locals in the community and things like that. What, however you want to do it, you can make it whatever works for you and your company and your and your place and your stage of life. Make it that way, but I think it can help you when it comes to to marketing and branding because I think people relate to that. We talk about on the show all the time relating to other people's problems places in life, things they're going through, okay? When you relate to those things, people it, it helps build friendships. Relationships build off relating. Like, that's what does relationship mean? What What is the definition of relationship? Actually, actually, I want to hear, I want to look this up really quick and see what their definition of relationship is. So right here live, we're going to look this up and see uh, relationship definition. Here we go. The way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected. The state of being connected by blood or marriage. The way in which two or more people or groups uh, regard and behave towards each other. So, relationships. If you don't, and here's another one. What is the true meaning of relationship? The state of being related or connected. So, that in and of itself is, it proves my point in relationships is, relationships goes back to relating if you don't relate to somebody you're not going to build a relationship why do we build relationships and community here on the podcast and on instagram and everything else because we relate to to what each and every one of us are doing out in the field every single day most of the time a bit a non-business owner that knows nothing about hardscaping or cutting grass and it just goes to work every day probably isn't going to have the best relationship with somebody who does all those things if they're if Somebody just works in an office, maybe an accountant or something. They're probably not going to have the best relationship outside of a working relationship. Like maybe if they're a bookkeeper, your accountant, they're not going to have the best relationship with one of us. But one of us who gets up and goes to work out in the field every day, we we're in the heat. Um, we maybe uh, cut grass or you hardscape, but you run a business. So even if you're not doing the same trade, you're running the business. So you learn a lot from that, and you can relate that way. We're going to build those relationships. Everybody that does a podcast, for the most part, we can relate to each other. We can relate to when the when the red light in red and it's green and you've been talking for 45 minutes. Like, that's something you never want to see. You never want to see the green light at 45 minutes. So, the thing is, when you build relationships, when you 
have your common purpose to allow you to get through tough times, when you allow it to help you in marketing and branding, all of that comes back to relating with each other. And that's how we start out the show. I didn't even expect to tie it in that way, but hey, it works. It did. It, it, in that, it just worked out that way. So relationships are key, uh, but I think the importance of knowing your why is way more important than we give it credit for. And it's something that I don't know. I've never really been taught that. It's just something that I've kind of started and, and thought about and was like, I want to know my why. I want to know why I do something every single day because I spend a lot of time doing it. So if you're going to spend this much time as we spend out cutting grass or doing a podcast or whatever, you should probably know the reason behind why you do it. But um, that's that's kind of it, man. I don't want to sit and ramble anymore. Those are some of the points that I had going through my head. If it helped you at all, that, that that's great. I just want to know that in some way, shape, or form, we can help you in, and give a little bit of value out on these solo shows. Uh, it's Friday. Hope you have a great weekend, wherever it is you're listening, whenever it is you're listening. Uh, keep crushing it. Hope the weather breaks. If you need a little rain or you want the heat to cool down, hope it breaks soon. It's going to be hot down here for a long little while. We'll probably be hot until October. Uh, so things are going good, man. I, I get on here and say things are tough right now, and it is. T- things in business are, are tough. It's it, Life is tough. There's a lot of things going on, but it's fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Would not trade my position in the company or anything like that for literally any other position out there. So uh, I love what I do. I love getting to do this podcast and build a community and relationships with each and every one of you. I appreciate you tuning in and listening. I look forward to seeing everybody at GIE and then hopefully uh, Launch for New Academy. But if I don't get to see you then, if you're not planning on coming, uh, we hopefully we can connect online here and uh, maybe do a call or something one day, get to know each other because I like, man, I love it. I love building relationships, and it means so much to me getting to hang out and talk to each and every one of you who listen to the show. So without any further ado, that is going to wrap this one up, and I hope you enjoyed it. Would you share it with a friend? Leave us a rating and review. Those really do help us so we can boost the community. Uh, We can boost uh, out into a greater community so we can continue to build it one relationship at a time. But like I said, that's going to wrap it up. You can find us on Instagram uh, at Growing Green Landscapes, uh, Growing Green Podcast on all major platforms. Share with your friends and uh, really, really mean a lot. So we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.